We live, we live. I'll do this whole two minute thing. Oh, yeah, before I even forget, I always have to uh, pull up. Do what you call it. I don't know why I can't remember that, but I, 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 I just can't. It just, it's, yeah. I, I, I'm to the conclusion that it, it, it's not going to live rent free. Yeah, 33 episodes later. 33 episodes later. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's sad, but it's true. It's like, I know like five of them off the flip, and then the rest of them become a blur. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you want to go ahead and start this thing off right? Yeah, yeah. I was trying to do that over talking and get to two minutes, but we can start <laughs> off anyway. This is the Ish We Talk. Welcome everybody that is joining us. I am Lee Double Lee, as you see. This is my co-host and do our be all of this show, Lindsay. Hey, what's going on? And again, this is the Ish We Talk. If you want to keep following the Ish We Talk. And, uh, you know, subscribe in any way. You can uh, catch us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon uh, Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star review so we can keep giving you the ish that we talk. It has been two minutes, so I can fucking start cussing. (laughs) How in the fuck y'all doing, baby? Hey, baby. Happy New Year, baby. Right. Happy New Year to you ugly motherfuckers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All day, man. We missed you ugly motherfuckers, right. man. Right. Glad y'all tuning in. Right. Happy New Year to everyone listening. You know, we are we live to see another year. Thank God. About to flip. We yeah. still fight uh the minion of COVID, but yeah, yeah, we are. We here. We like uh, silly off the color purple. I might be black. I might be ugly. I might test positive, but I'm here. I'm here. I didn't test positive though, by the way. No, no. By the no, we go, God, we're gonna rebuke that. that. We're definitely gonna rebuke that in the name of Jesus. What we gonna get into? Let's dive into this shit. All right. Well, first things first. Um, we want to send our condolences to the family of um John Madden. That's a fact. Um, to the family of Betty White. That's a big fact. And to the family of Sydney Poitier. Um, they call me Mister Tips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, death definitely comes in threes, and it did this time around. So, yeah. It hit all the icons, man. Yeah. It hit all the icons, like, bop, bop, bop. It definitely did. Um, yeah. Um, you know, I, I on Christmas just watched a documentary about John Madden. And no I was stuff. like, yeah. And I was like, is he still alive? And they was like, yeah. If 
pulled it up. I think it was like I think he's like in his eighties, like eighty five or some stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just like dang, and then like a couple of days later, boom, he out of here. I was like, oh my goodness, that's crazy, you know. Um, and then if anybody has had any long period dealings with me, then you know how much I love the Golden Girls. So, yeah, and I was baby, like, Betty White hurt, Betty, yes. you know. Um, God bless the dead. It was John Madden fucked everybody up, man. Uh, but Betty White, um, I think everybody like really had to, you know, pour a little liquor out for her because she was she was just so iconic. She yeah. touched the world for years, and at one point she seemed untouchable, and she did all that without any type of controversy. She didn't suck dick like Nancy Reagan to be what she was. Hey, it's 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 out there now, so I can say it. Um, she remained classy. She remained classic. She remained a real living legend, and that hurt. That blew the wind out for everybody because you just have to think. Betty White went through everything that we could possibly think about was a disaster. She yeah. was born in 1922. She went through wars. She went through the depression. The bitch went through polio. On top of what three variants of COVID, yeah. And come 2022, she said, "Nah, bitch, y'all can have this. I don't need more." Yeah. All right, so we have a visitor. Um. Hey, Ashley. <laughs> Hello, guys. Hello. What up? What up, Ashley? Okay. So, um, friend to the podcast. She's been on here before. Um, and. So we have her on here again. Um, currently, we're talking about um, the legend Betty White. So yeah, yeah poor Betty. Yeah, no, poor Betty. It's poor us. Betty's in a better place. She right. where she's at. She will never in life come back down here. She good. So yeah, uh, no, it's poor us. I hope her little bit of heaven is just like Saint Olaf. Man, man. Uh, he had man. the greatest made-up memories of St. Olaf. Okay. Back in St. Olaf. <laughs> so that was her thing. Back in St. Olaf. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, so we, we lost a great in her. Um, we, and then, we lost a, a icon in Sydney Poitier. Yeah. Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, he's a uh, bohemian. I did not know he was bohemian. Yeah, he's bohemian. He's from the Bahamas. Mm. Um, so, yeah, but he, he came over here. I, don't, I forgot how old he was, but he was very young when he came over here. Um, But, yeah, but he's from the Bahamas initially. Mm. So... And, and you can hear a tad bit in his voice, but not not too much. It's not strong. Not I was strong about to say, he, he, he got very distinguished. Mm-hmm. Like, it won't, like, I think what him and Harry Belafonte was, like, the first leading black man. Like, that was, yeah. like, to lead, you know what I'm saying, to be a lead in there. Like, so he, 
he was uh, a, a distinguished gentleman. Yeah. That nigga was up there with the Sean Connery. Shut up. Right, right. And you know, um, with Sidney Poitier, he was playing roles that were not roles that you would see a black person in. Right. You know, and he was doing that back in the 50s and 60s and stuff. So um, that was like a huge deal. Like representation does 100% matter. And he was doing that. You know, and then he was the first black man to get um, an Oscar in a leading role. So um, that was humongous. And he got it He got it in the 60s for Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. Mm, okay. So, yeah. so I knew he had one, but I just didn't know what movie he uh, had it in. Yeah, yeah. And he got it back then, you know. And then it took so many years after that, for Louis Gossett Jr. to get the second one, and I don't, I think it, I don't even think it was a lead character. I think Louis Gossett Jr.'s was a, a supporting character, because he got it for that movie um, where he was like the, uh, he was in the military. I forgot the name of it, but then, yeah, but then it wasn't until the two thousands. When uh, what's his name? Denzel got it for Training Day. That that was the second black man to get it in a lead role, mm. and that's the crazy part about it because you know Denzel had already had one for supporting with Glory. Yeah. So, but yeah, it took till it didn't. It took until the two thousands for someone to get it for the second time. So, yeah. yeah. And the thing he said he had to dumb it down to play that role. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because we, cause we know he should have got it for like other roles. Me personally, I feel like Denzel should have got it for Malcolm X. But of course, yeah, they're, yeah. Not, they're not going to give anybody any type of Oscar for playing him of all people. So, yeah, no, that would never happen. But, um, but yeah. So, um, RIP to those threes, you know, death, death comes in threes, and that, those were the three. Man. Those were the three, unfortunately. So, um, yeah, and then, you know, John Madden is an icon in the, uh, in the sports world. Football, great. Yeah. Football, great. Yeah. He was ready for $100 games. I was just, uh, watching, right. uh, something on ESPN, and they was like, how he, uh, he always made he always uh made football um I guess easy for people that didn't know football. So like he would like set up plays like here's the mommy and then here's the daddy. So you need the baby to run up the middle. So see what mommy's gonna do is run over. Here. <laughs> like he would do shit like that for oh, people right. that didn't know too much about football to right. pay attention to the play. Right. He made he made it um more palatable for somebody like me. <laughs> yeah. What did you say, Ashley? I said he was simplifying the plays to make people understand the plays pretty much. Yeah. 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 They said he loved the game. If he didn't know nothing else, he loved the game. Yeah. Mm hmm. Which is evident, you know, like you see Madden, that's what niggas do. Like you just said, $100 bets. Like they do their thing on Madden. So I hope everybody that, you know, 
Clay Madden turned off their PS and their Xbox for at least 10 minutes and gave that man his proper respect. They're probably going to play even that much more. (laughs) They're probably going to play even that much more, and they're probably going to use that as an excuse not to get off of the game. Yeah, I got it. You know what I'm saying? It's for Madden. I mean, for real, if you if you play the all Madden team, then yeah, I could I give you that pass. Yeah. Like all day, I'm just playing the all Madden team. Yeah, yeah. I've never played uh, the game, so yeah. I, I tried. Didn't know what I was doing, but you know, I tried. <laughs> yeah. It's never too late. Y'all can become great. Yeah. We'll, that was we'll a see. bar. I didn't even know. Thank right. y'all. y'all <laughs> right. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how that works out. But um, but yeah. So, R.I.P. to those three greats. Um, yeah. So, on to the uh, to um, while we're talking about football, to Mr. Antonio Brown. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> All I can say is, I think he got some mental issues going on. I don't know if it's the CT stuff, but I just think it's a case of mental illness that needs to be addressed. Because, I mean, that was just way left field what he did. I know it was super freezing cold and you running around with your shirt off, nipples just freezing. (laughs) That's that's your first go to? Like, his nipples had to be cold, girl. I mean, they had to be. Like, it was probably something below out there. Where was they at? I think New York, maybe. Yeah, they was at New York Jets. <laughs> so to just decide during the game, you didn't think about this before you came out on the field, just during the game, during halftime, hey, I'm, I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> It's mental illness. I mean, that's that's what I come up with. Because it ain't like he didn't have no catches that game. So that's what I was thinking at first. Like, did he not get any catches? Or was he upset about that? But he had some some decent catches. So I I just, I don't know. That was just weird. Super weird. Okay. Believe it, you want to set it up? Okay, so... If you guys uh, haven't been paying attention, um, Antonio Brown, uh, formerly of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, fired himself uh, last Sunday uh, by walking off during the third quarter. Now, um, a lot of people have been talking about um, uh, the mental illness and a lot of people has, has been coming to his back about this. I'm just going to keep it uh, just me and my opinion. I don't think it has anything to do with mental illness. Uh, I think that nigga just that. He, he's just that type of dude. Like um, Antonio Brown, like, all of a sudden got traded from to the Steelers, like out of nowhere, when he was their best receiver. He got traded, got $30 million to, from the Raiders. Dropped out of the Raiders, got $15 million from the Patriots. Dropped out of there. Like, so it's not about money. It ain't about it. And it ain't about head injuries in football. It's about Antonio Brown doing what the fuck Antonio Brown wants to fucking do. You know, which ain't no problem. 
because you got the means to do it. You just making a spectacle without out of everybody else. Because the people that are going to his uh going to his back and saying that you know it's mental illness and all that. No, nah, he's been this same way for a long time. I I, I constantly say this about people. We got to stop giving people passes when they keep being fuck ups. You know, we always be like, well, you know how they is. No, nah, they need to change up because this shit's gonna end up backfiring on him because nigga, this is what one, two, three teams. You know that. You are totally blackballed from, and I know they're gonna say that every time you uh, suit up and you and you go out to practice and you think you're gonna go back. Everybody knows now, like you're just the fucking problem, my nigga. Like Tom Brady had him in, in his house for a whole year uh, last year when they won the Super Bowl because he knows the type of dude Antonio Brown is. Now, when Antonio Brown had a uh, uh, an interview, he said Tom Brady did him like that because. Uh, he knew he was what he seen what he was doing at the Patriots. No, I I just know how you is and you bound to fuck up. You fucked up two teams, including the one I just left from. So I just know how you is as a man. You be on some bullshit, my nigga. And then let's get into the meat and potatoes of this shit. The night before, allegedly, there's an influencer named Ava Louise who he snuck in the hotel with him. She got pictures to confirm them. They are leaked. You can look this shit up on Google. She got pictures to confirm she was winning. She had a sex tape that she's alleged going to put on her own uh, website. This is before, I mean, the, the night before the game. She said that he was on some crazy shit that night talking shit about the tape. You know, wanting to do this sex tape, tell, oh, yeah, do this sex tape, put it out like he, he wanted to exit up out of there. So he's been, not only is, is this pre-planned, that whole spectacle that we seen him do, uh, people did research and found out he had an Uber already waiting for him. He didn't have to wait on nothing, nothing. That nigga went right out there, grabbed his bag, and got the fuck up out of there. That nigga knew what the fuck he was doing, and he got a bunch of people playing his sympathy play, so probably he can get back on when he feel like it. That shit ain't gonna happen, man. Stop fucking up, boy. Yeah, did you, My see, did you see him on uh, a podcast? Like he yeah, did, he did a podcast like a day or so ago. Yeah, so that's what I'm talking about. Where he was talking about that's why I told he got he uh he's talking about Brady sent me over there so I can get a Super Bowl, bro. so I can get a Super Bowl. He didn't he wasn't playing for the toilet bowl, he was playing for the Super Bowl. That's why he got me. He's trying to say how good he was, nigga. If you that good, and if because the whole thing is he's trying to say, um, they wanted him to play when he was injured. If you were that good and they know you injured, they're gonna make your ass sit out. Because they're not going to want to lose you when it comes to Super Bowl time. Right, right, right. You that know, no, nigga, sense. you were faking. Yeah. And you were trying to get them to play, give you a pass, and they're like, fuck, now, nah, get out of here like everybody else. Or get the fuck on, like coach, the, the coach said. He didn't bite his tongue. He told him, yeah, I told him to get the fuck up out of here. Because if you're not going to be a team player, you're not going to be a team. I don't need you. Don't nobody else need to pick him back up. Exactly. He need to get... He's been doing this shit for years, man. Look, right. Antonio, you got enough money to be this type of guy. Mm -hmm. Go on about your business. Right. Man. You do He's the same thing Otto Cinco did. When he realized football wasn't for him no more, he was just wanted to be him, he got the fuck up out of there. Just do that. Don't make it a spectacle and make it seem like it's, a, you know what I'm saying, the NFL's against you. Ain't nobody against you except you, my nigga, in my opinion. 
So you think this is like mm-hmm. such a um like kind of like a self-destructive thing. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. And then Tampa Bay gonna end up biting themselves in the foot. Hold on, this a little side piece note about that. Remember when I told you about the whole influencer that got snuck up in there? Um, a couple of days after that, she tested positive for COVID. That's why she went out and told everybody because she was like, "Boom, yeah, I got COVID." And guess who I was with? Everybody within the fucking Tampa Bay Buccaneers because I was in the hotel. She already got uh, screenshotted posts and uh, shit where they offered her $10,000 not to say nothing. So a bunch of shit is going to hit the fan. Because you was catering to this fuck up and now you're trying to clean up your, you know what I'm saying, your house because this fuck up then put this bitch in there. Yeah. It's, it's, I just, I, I'm not going to blame it on mental illness. I've seen mental illness from, uh, from, especially from CTE, uh, CTE, what happens to them football players. Some of them ain't right. Some of them has committed suicide. Some of them will never be the same. And that's sad. And that's a tragedy. Yeah. But none of them act like this. He's just showing his ass like your mama said. And that probably is the case. And that's why he don't need to be back on the field. Man. Because you can't fuck up that many damn times. I'm so, I keep telling people, man, don't stop saying that mental illness shit because even somebody that, that's uh, mental ill, and that's, I'm not downplaying that because if he got it, that's a tragedy too. But I'm not downplaying. I'm saying it. Money's going to make anybody move. You're not going to lose $30 million because you got a mental illness and ain't, and ain't nobody figured that out yet. Somebody would have been figured that out. This is allegedly he got CTE. They would have been figured that out. You can't officially well, diagnose like- nobody with CTE until after they're dead. But his actions and they, all of them got uh, psychiatrists and therapists they they go to. They it, they could have been diagnosed that nigga with a real problem. Yeah. And then he don't have a real problem. That nigga just him. Well, maybe maybe that's a character flaw. And that in itself could be a problem. Yeah, I'm not going to blame it on mental illness, though. It could be a character flaw. We all got character flaws. But I just don't want to, because when you start saying this is a mental illness, that gives a lot of people passes to be an asshole. So I I just don't want to do that. Now, if it is, like I said, if it comes out that it is, then I apologize. You know, I ain't got no problem with getting on this podcast and apologizing for some shit I said last week. But in my opinion now, I just think that boy just doing shit because He's an asshole. He want everything his way, and when he don't get his shit his way, he has a tantrum like a fucking kid. I know grown-ass men to walk around here and do the same shit, and they ain't got millions of dollars. Yeah, well, I mean, that, I mean, that could be mental as well. I don't know. I mean, I get what you're saying with the whole you don't want to put mental illness on there because it's like real people out here dealing with real mental issues and you don't want to put them in that um in that box with the rest of them that yeah i'm not gonna i can't diagnose it yeah you know i'm not gonna diagnose that man now if somebody else like if a professional diagnoses this man then yeah it is what it is but no everybody's just assuming no he nobody got paperwork to say this or say that he just acted the way he acted 
And I know being on them teams, you they they make you talk to psychiatrists and different things like that. Yeah. Ain't none of them said he might be bipolar, he might be schizophrenic, or he might be suffering from brain. Nobody said that shit. Well, for Tom Brady to forgive him just like that, and it sounded like he was trying to make it excuse for him. Everybody just just pray for him or whatever he said. Why are you making those excuses if it ain't no type of mental illness? He ought to be cussing them out then if that's the case. Like, he ought to be mad at him for doing some shit like that. Because you let the team down at the end of the day, unless it was something really going on with him where he's just forgiving them just like that. That's Why And then just your actions, period. That's just out of this. That's crazy. Everybody else ain't doing that shit. I'm pretty sure it's like you're not the only one going through shit. Anybody in a position that Tom Brady has knows they have to word everything a certain way anyway. He can't get on TV and flash on his nigga Antonio Brown. So he's got to play it like that. Especially if it come out that he really does have a mental issue. Yeah. So he's going to have to walk all like that. that back if he were to flash. So. Well, I, was, I, was, I respect Tom for doing what he was doing. And everything he's been doing uh, since then, you know. Biggity muck, because that's what you do. You, hey man, you know most, you know what I'm saying. Respect to him, going about your business. It just didn't work out, and keep it moving. I, I don't have to address that shit like that. Now, if we talk one on one, it could be a whole different ball game. Right, right, right. But in, in the public eye, you know what? I forgive him. Y'all pray for him. Let's keep it moving. We got another game. Exactly. We got to move forward. So I get it. I get it. But then I also see what Ashley's saying, too. Like, what is really going on if you're going to forgive him that quick? So You know, I'll, that controversy coming out, too. So that's that's why they're being that kind. Yeah. Yeah. You know, once yeah, they start was, talking about how, you know. Thing. Yeah, it would definitely be a bigger thing if they were to come out and be like, this mother, you know. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. It's. I just hope he knows what he's doing. <laughs> no. I don't think he does. I think he's a rebel without a cause. You remember, when, uh, well, you probably don't because uh, most people don't follow him like that. But remember when he got uh, booted out of uh, New England, which is my fucking team. Um, and I was sad about that, but now I know he's an asshole. But anyway, I digress. Um, he started trying to rap. I heard he was about to put out a mixtape or something. Yeah. yeah. So the nigga don't know what to do. He just got a lot of money. And he don't know what to do with himself. And What's he feel like motherfuckers owe him. Let's, let me look up his net worth. Yeah, let me, yeah look that. Because he might not have a lot of money. He just probably just, you know, just enough for so I could stay an asshole. Yeah. Uh, 20 million. 20 million. 20 million is not bad, baby. Did he used to play for the Chiefs? No. Okay. So who was that that they fired that somebody else picked up? The Chiefs? Yeah. Uh, Over a hotel incident, right? He was on our team. We quit. We, we the one cut his ass. Kareem Hunt? Yeah. That over the hotel incident? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we let him go. 
And uh, supposedly they let him go, uh, not because of the incident, because he lied about it. Yeah, yeah. And then who picked him up? <laughs> the you said what? The charges. The charges. Cleveland is The Browns. The Browns got him. I know it's, it's somebody that got him. Because I know he was like, uh, last time they played, he was acting funny. Yeah, it's the Browns. He tried to jump up in the crowd. Some lady slapped the shit out of him. Like, get your ass down. What? He played the Chiefs and he jumped up in the Chiefs crowd? Yeah, he tried to. Mm-hmm. And he got mushed. Oh, wow. So, I guess, I guess New York ain't got love for Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. Nah. Uh-uh. 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 It was we woulda if he wouldn't have shitted on the team, like you know when you know it's it was his it's your own fault you got you know what I'm saying you got let go it's your own because of your actions regardless of how it came out legally because of your actions that's how you got let go you shouldn't go nowhere and be like oh this is a whole better environment this that was toxic blah 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 yeah we got a chip like Michael Jordan said I, I took that person. The whole city took that personally. Like, nigga, you was good. You was so good, you thought you could kick the shit out of white bitch in the hotel. Fuck you talking about, toxic environment. And would have got that off had you not lied. <laughs> and you would have got away with it if it wasn't for those meddling kids ass nigga. Like, what the fuck? Okay. I honestly thought that that was the same person. That's how much I don't pay attention to football. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need you to like pay attention, like for real, for real. Uh, yeah, that's how much I don't pay attention. We probably need to do a podcast on how many niggas in the NFL have fucked up royally. That would be a good idea. That would, Some of these niggas have fucked up the church's money. That'd be a list, man. We got a couple of them on our squad. Yeah. Yeah. That made uh, worldwide news. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Like one boy that offed himself, that shit was yeah. wild. Yeah. And just so many things that under a normal day, he would have got stopped in the process. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the part that's really that really sucks about that. But, but yeah, so um, this is an ongoing story, so I'm sure um, we will revisit this at a later time once more information develops. Right. Um, I hope if it, at the alleged sex tape, when I when that comes out, I just do not want the whole. I don't want another hitman holler situation. No, I, <laughs> hey, right? If you fucking sit diddy ass. Ladies, listen to this. Start talking about some toxic Antonio Brown dick. I swear to God. It is going to drive me up a wall. Yeah, that that would be hilarious. Um, yeah. <laughs> that would Man, be too like, hilarious. Well, we're going to go through that again? Jesus yeah. Christ. He's going to be trending for a couple days. And it don't, it don't even last long. It's the fact that it lasts so long about one thing that, that irritates me. Like, why do I, for seven days, I got to hear about this nigga's lame-ass sex tape? <laughs> Man. 
Yeah, sex tapes in general just getting played out. Man. They're just getting they're getting very played out. If you ain't doing something spectacular, then just, you know, keep it to yourself. We don't need to see it. But if it's all like, I'm saying is if you're gonna put it on your phone with the with the person that the the person that you are of any type of celebrity and you decide to actually do a sex tape off your phone and not like a camera, you can hide and do all this and you you do you I might as well just get an OnlyFans because the shit's gonna leak, man. <laughs> yeah. The right. shit gonna leak. Especially when you half ass know how to work your iCloud. Exactly. <laughs> Shit gonna leak. You gonna come on, man. You gonna end up sending it to one of your cousins that wanted some money off your ass anyway. And here it go. Yeah, and that's where the big bucks start rolling. Man, yeah. We gonna sit up watching Tony O'Brown fuck bitches in his old uh, helmets and shit. Yeah, you ain't got no see this yeah, this is a custom-made Raiders, bitch. Like, don't nobody want to do I don't want to see that. Oh, Lord. Yeah. No. He's not pleasing to look at anyway. Maybe that's why he had the helmet on. Yeah, that kind. <laughs> saying, weird shit to, saying weird shit to bitches like, hit my pads. Hit my pads, bitch. You're like, nah. What the fuck is going on, sir? Right. Slap me on the ass. Man. Tell me good job to slap me on the ass. Good play, good play. Yell at me. I'm no. Right. I'm going to shit over, all over these walls, right? That's, he probably into some weird shit, man. Right. Right. The little white bitch that uh, allegedly he got the sex tape with, she's an influencer because she debunks COVID shit. Like, so, like, she got, uh, like, I think, like, 60 million views for, like, licking a toilet on the plane. Oh, is, is that girl? Host. That girl. Oh, I heard about oh, that. Wow. Yeah, that was disgusting. Why are you fucking with her? Right. He must have heard about that. Like, no, you know, once them country niggas get money, man, especially the ones that went to college with nothing but them white girls giving them pussy, they got a weird fetish. They got a fetish for weird-ass white girls. Cause that's what, you know what I'm saying. Some of them, that's the first time they had, they got any type of asses from this old sadiddy ass white bitch in college. That's wild. Yeah, a lot of them do that. I know, I know a nigga that played football in college. That nigga loved white bitches. Like, I'd be like, dude, she don't even got no like. She got a Jalen no chin. It's like, nah, that, she she built like a soccer player. Don't nobody give a fuck. That's like, thing. yeah, they got weird fetishes, man. They, they, some some of them niggas, man, they into, like, athletic white bitches. And they don't give a fuck how they look like if they body look athletic. And I ain't talking about the athletic we like. I'm talking about that straight, look like a fucking elementary school pen-shaped bitches. Oh. Like, the look, the big ass, they just, they just, they just long. They just, they, they ain't got no tone to them. Wow. They fall oh, head over heels for them hoes, man. Yeah, if you think I'm bullshitting, Google a lot of these motherfucking uh, uh, NFL players and basketball players' wives that got white women. Yeah. Some of them got cool white women. Some of them got uh, women with a bunch of uh, surgeries and shit like that. But the, the majority of them, like the ones that ain't in the limelight, they all got these weird, lanky-looking white bitches. 
Even the ones in the um, like like Patrick Mahomes. Oh man, shit! I rest my fucking case. You know good and damn well that was the f- first piece of pussy he ever had. She is hurt. This little Kermit the Frog voice ass was like, I'm, I'm just not going anywhere, Miss Piggy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he let this bitch. This bitch did everything but say you people on Twitter. Uh-huh. Oh, really? Man, these her and his brother is toxic as fuck. Like they, if he wasn't as good as he is, they would ruin his career. Mm. Wow. Yeah, you need to look them up. Mm. All right. That's why they didn't talk about him much, probably. He can't, man. Them motherfuckers be on some bullshit. Like his brother, like uh, he uh did some. He went to uh some college where uh they was uh, immortalizing some dude's number and they put it in the, on the field and like they even put like um you know them little barriers on it so wouldn't nobody cross it. This nigga cross it and start dancing on the nigga's number like uh-uh. he's very disrespectful. What? Yeah. Hater. I'm like I, I I just only I know it's because his brother is Patrick Mahomes. A lot of niggas ain't just ran up and punched the shit out of. Him. It's just one of them things. Cause he he tried to get a uh, a little uh, bar in Kansas uh, shut down, right? And uh, they went hard on that boy, like cause he they, he was saying that they wouldn't let him in. Uh, they were uh, it was a shitty uh, town, a shitty bar. Mm. They came back on that same Twitter and was like, "Sir, we've been in business for like thirty years. You know, we do this, 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 this family owned. And if you would have called ahead of time." We would have accommodated you, but because you come an hour before we close and you bring our entourage, there is no way we were go- we were going to sit you, sir. Mm. Which will make so, sense. You know, trying to try to ruin us. You should bring more people to us so we can make more room so we can accommodate you and your friends. They were very professional, but at the same time, it was like, boy, fuck you. Right. Mm-hmm. In so many words, respectfully. <laughs> yeah. That's nah, he's a jealous brother. Yeah, he's he one of the ones you see in the movies, man. He becomes a piece of shit because his brother's a hero. Yeah. That's like, uh, um, what's his name? That show on Netflix with Kevin Hart and uh, uh, Wesley Snipes, True Story. Yeah, True Story. That's like mm-hmm. True Story. Wesley Snipes' yeah. character. Mm-hmm. You know? So... Yeah. So anyway, um, that's that's the Antonio Brown. <laughs> yeah, that was Antonio Brown, and like everybody else in the NFL. Right. <laughs> what we do, y'all? I told y'all we we make lefts. Yeah. We yeah. always make a left. Right. Sometimes it's a hard left. Sometimes Man. it's a little curve to it, but we gonna make that left. We make a U turn. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so. Make that left, and then we make four rights, and then we and then we're right back in the same place. We're right back, yeah. So, staying in sports with the fuck shit, Tristan, you are the father. <laughs> Man. So, um, just speed everybody up. Uh, Tristan Thompson, who plays basketball for. Who now? Who does he play for? Uh, 
Shit, I don't even know who Tristan played for, man. I ain't even gonna lie. I haven't even paid attention to uh, any basketball. I, last a lot team of I people knew of was Cleveland. Right. That probably was a long time. Yeah, that's the last team yeah. I knew of, too. But uh, a lot of people forget that he plays <laughs> basketball. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so he plays in the, he plays in the NBA. And, <laughs> and he's been um, on and off dating Khloe Kardashian. They have a kid together. Um, they're his second kid, her first. And now he is the father to a young lady's kid that he was denying up until the um, paternity test results came in. So the paternity test results come in. He's been proven that he is the father, and he did this big old apology to Chloe online. My thing is, is that why did you wait until you found out you were the father to make this apology? Because at the end of the day, you still smash regardless on if you made this kid or not. Um, true, true. Yeah. So that was my thing. Like, wouldn't the apology have come? Why didn't it come before? But, you know, Tristan, this is. This is what he does. He he likes to he likes he's a to whore. smash. Yeah, he's a whore. He likes he likes to smash multiple women um, with no protection. And you know, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. But why why not be single? Why why not be single? Why why what are we doing? Like I don't know. Is he trying to have his cake and eat it too? Of course. Of course, but no, I, I, I'm not. I, I don't even want to. You know, that's a that's a whole other topic for a whole other conversation. Or, or why he does it, you know. But I'm with you with the. But my thing is, I wouldn't apologize or nothing if it came out. It just came out like she already know, you know, what I've been doing. Yeah, like for, for to me. I feel like if you apologizing about a baby that we knew could or could have been, it's because you be doing some, you still to this baby on fuck shit. But yeah. if I wasn't on fuck shit no more and I knew it was a possibility it was going to come out, I ain't apologizing. And not publicly. Man, she know what it is. Like, not unless she asked me to do the shit. At this point, you know. And then a lot of people are like, you know, I don't feel sorry for Chloe at all. Which, I don't, um, because at this point, you know who you got. Exactly. You know who you got. You know who you're dealing with, um, and that's just what it is. If you continue to stay with him, then just do like Miss Evelyn from Black Braxton Family Value said. Let that man cheat in peace. Man. You know? Cause and that's the thing. It's got to be something that... that She's just not. I don't, it, I, I don't know what it is to make her just be like she's just gonna deal with the shit. But she just deals with the shit, like. Yeah. Um. You know, a lot of people are on that whole because she wants to have more kids, and they yeah. already have embryos. So a lot of people be on like, oh, I want my kid to have the same father. Mm. So she's she's on that tip, which. I mean, would it really be that bad of 
a deal if all her kids didn't have the same father? Like, I mean, it's not. It happens. Even if they did, that don't mean they gotta be together. That too. But like, it know. just it. I just don't see it being like if she were to have a kid with another person, I don't see it being that big of a deal. Like, but that's just the whole fairy tale story that everybody wants to live, and she because she's in that position with money she wants to live the fairy tale life so of course she's gonna want that yeah i'm pretty sure he's not he's not like putting in a real effort in in this type of relationship especially if if you just allowing me to do this shit if you're allowing me to do it i'm not gonna stop what i'm doing if i know what i'm saying if it's not a consequence to that shit yeah it ain't like he needs her money like this nigga makes nine million dollars a game a game? A game. God, wait. The nigga signed, with, he plays for the Sacramento Kings now. Okay. I was looking it up while everybody was talking, but the nigga, uh, when he was playing for the Cavs, he signed like an $82 million deal for five years. So that accumulated to he was getting like um, $9 million a game. Is, is he even a starter? Not, no, not no more. I hope not, but I don't know. That's a lot of freaking money. Like, yeah, but yeah, when I looked up his salary, it said $9 million a game. God, wait. A fucking game, y'all. Right. So he don't need her money. No, I don't think and he don't need her money. And from what we know about him, he don't need her pussy either. <laughs> he sure the fuck don't need shit. You know, so he's just there for the look. I think I think he was there for the clout. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, because honestly, the chick that he left for Chloe, Chloe ain't hitting on nothing over there. You know what I'm saying? That that girl he left for Chloe was beautiful, beautiful, mm-hmm. but she don't have the clout that Chloe got. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the only thing I can see that he didn't have that Chloe had, you know? So, I don't know. Like, and then the whole situation with Jordan Woods, we still ain't respected Chloe since then. Cause you I tried, forgot about that shit yeah, with Jordan. Because you tried to you tried to take that girl down for mm-hmm. your man kissing her. He did more than kiss this bitch. And, <laughs> and your man just out here, just footloose and fancy free. <laughs> he kissed that girl like, uh, like Tate Diggs kissed Morris Chestnut wife on, uh, the best man. Kissed mm-hmm. her on her front to low. <laughs> Yeah, that shit was crazy. Yeah, but yeah, I whatever. Like, and and you, I mean, the shit happens. Like, you know, people get cheated on every day, B. Man, you know, people have kids just, every day, B. I just really think that I that apology shit, that sucker shit, man. I wouldn't have never. Yeah, and then like he he said a line in the apology like this is not how I view you. 
It's like, no, this is absolutely how you view Chloe. This is absolutely how you view Chloe because you wouldn't be doing it if you didn't if you didn't view her that way. I mean, he had to do that because he really, really would have looked like a jerk. He already looked like one, but that would have made him look like a bigger jerk. He didn't mean it. He had to do that. So you don't think he meant the apology? Mm, Not really, because why would he have waited to do it publicly? He should have did that on their own time when she first found out. Yeah. So, I mean, you cheated. That didn't change. The fact that the baby is yours, okay, but you still cheated, period. Yeah. So the apology, like you said in the beginning, shouldn't have waited till then. So that really makes it seem like it was fake. And it was because something you just had to do. Right, right, because now you have proof in a baby that you cheated. <laughs> I just, I mean, it's, it's to me it's just sad that 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 men put themselves in positions like that. Like, you know, of course, you know, the whole cheating thing is wrong and all that, but as a man, I be thinking shit like that be sad when it comes to that because we all then got caught doing some crazy shit. Like, ain't none of us perfect. So I'm not going to, I'm not coming down on him. It's just the, the crazy fuck up. Like, how, like, nigga, like, you at least snip yourself. You don't be out here raw dogging the shit out these women out here, man. Don't get a vasectomy, man. Don't don't get caught up, my nigga. No, because there's more ways than having a baby that you can get caught up. So how about you? I know it's, it's STDs, it's a bunch of shit, it's nosy bitches, all that shit. I'm just saying the baby is like, oh my even, god, my dude. I'm not even talking about nosy bitches. I'm talking about STDs and STIs. Like, how about you That's just what have I said protected that before. sex? Yeah, like just have protected sex. If you gonna cheat. And she gonna let you cheat in peace. Just, I, I'm. This sounds like an oxymoron, but be respectful. <laughs> like, <laughs> at, the, at this at, at this point, shit, he got a whole baby. What's a little committee between the both of them? <laughs> oh Lord Jesus. Yeah, that shit I last mean, seven days. A baby at least eighteen years. Yeah, you can definitely get rid of Camille, but you, you might you might give her something that you can't get rid of. That's the point. You know, like another fucking baby. Yeah. <laughs> like, can't get rid and of that. And he tried. And he tried. So just imagine how many babies he was successfully successfully able to get rid of. Because he, he definitely tried. He definitely tried. He probably got a fund set up specifically to pay off bitches that get pregnant. You know what I mean? That would really be horrible. No, that, I mean, but that, the people actually do that, though. Yeah, it would, but I wouldn't put it past him because he was gonna—he was definitely about to give her some money to get rid of that shit and convincing her like you ain't about to get no money because I'm about to retire and they about to go off my retirement income, so you ain't gonna get no money. You might as well take this seventy-five k and get rid of it. And so, and this was the one that was like, yeah, no. And then he tried to get cute and try to uh, petition for child support and all that shit in Texas. And nobody lives in Texas. And oh, yeah. I did not know that shit. That girl, mm-hmm. she did live in Texas, but from what I understand, she moved to California two years ago. 
So, you try to get cute. And because mm. initially I heard the girl moved to California like a couple of days before she gave birth. But then I heard it was two years that she'd been ca- in California. Either way, the girl has established residency in California. And you know, in California, as opposed to Texas, California, your um, child support is higher. So that's mm-hmm. the reason why he was trying to petition in Texas. But the judge completely threw that out. That shit was laughable. Mm-hmm. That shit was laughable. If you don't carry your ass back to California. <laughs> it's funny because um, uh, Stephen Jackson, his uh, one of his baby mamas did him like that. She uh, she found where his residence was and tried to say that she stayed uh, at his residence outside of Texas so she can get more uh, child support. Like, he had got a letter in the mail saying that he owed, like, such and such. He like, that bitch don't even stay here. That's my address. Right. Like, so, yeah, I, when you said that, I'm like, damn, so motherfuckers really do be doing that type mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, they do. They do. You got to be you gotta be one slickster to get on Al Gore's internet and figure that shit out. Yeah. So. <laughs> but, yeah. Yep, yep, he yeah, really tried. That nigga's a fuck boy in there. All right, shout out to Tristan Thompson. <laughs> yeah. His salary now is only $9 million, so, I mean, maybe, I don't know, I, I don't give yeah. a fuck, fuck that, fuck that shit. Yeah. He, don't, he don't need, he don't need nobody, definitely don't need her. He just, he just needs some bitches, man. <laughs> he need a harem. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So. Ain't he Canadian? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. You know, yeah, um, ever, ever since Jamaican, we've been finding out uh, Canadian niggas ain't shit. Yeah. Yeah, he's Jamaican Canadian. Huh. So, yeah. I think he's like huh. first generation Canadian. Uh, but yeah, so that so that's uh Tristan. <laughs> they call him Tristan Third Trimester Thompson. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga so, yeah. So yeah. Um. So on to the um next subject: the top five weed songs. So we all know that um. A lot of people have a lot of great songs about their drug of choice, which is cannabis, marijuana, mm-hmm. reefer, weed. The devil's lettuce. Yeah. <laughs> so, you want to go first with your list? Oh, shit. Do I? Um... I guess so. I'm gonna try to. I, I'm. I, I got a bunch of honorable mentions, but I'm gonna try to get you just top five to y'all, okay. and no particular order because. Yeah. I I just I I can't. But right. this this one right here, I don't know what it was about. I had to jot the shit down. We songs mean that much to me. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. Right. Top five. Uh, the first one I'm gonna say is. 
I'm gonna have to give it to Mary Jane by Rick James. Mm-hmm. I'm in love with Mary Jane. She's yeah. my main thing. That shit's yeah. a banger. Yeah. That's Mary a banger. Jane. Yeah. Do you, 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 do Ludacris Strawberry Yum Yum. It's Blueberry Yum Yum, and that was on my list. Damn it. <laughs> Ooh, right, okay, okay. Blueberry Yum Yum. I know it's one of them. That's a banger. Yes. That, that is blueberry a banger. Yum Yum, and it's that high. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's get back to uh, boom. Mary Jane Scarface. Mary, 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 Mary. Oh my God! Why are you on my list? I, 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 this is listen. This is my head is my head is going with this now. Okay, okay, okay. How was that? Three. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, fourth one. I gotta go. Classic. Crucial conflict. Hey. Smoking on hay, hey, in, in the, the middle, middle of the, of the barn. barn. Yeah. That's a good I one. I gotta do that. Okay. Uh, I'm told what well from the flow of what? We know some crown rub. That's a that's a that's a solidified slap. Yeah. Um is. my what was it? We five? Mm-hmm. Five, I'm gonna have to say it's uh good time style B. I get oh, high, high, yeah. high all the time. They, yeah. Hey, every day, yeah. every night. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. You know me, SP, the only nigga that you know would have bounced in the head. Yeah, that nigga's cold. Right. I smoked like Bob Marley did back in, in the seventies. That was a great one. I get high, I get high, I get high. Man. Yeah. I get okay. high, I get high. Yeah. I got, um, let me see. I got that album just for that song. You should have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. But that nigga's a great lyricist, so let me not downplay that, that like that. Yeah. Yeah. He is. Okay. Mm-hmm. I say he is. Yeah. All right. I got um, honorable mentions. I got to have honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. My first honorable mention is going to be Brown Sugar D'Angelo. That's a weed song? That's a weed song. You have to listen to it. Yeah. Brown Sugar is a form of hash. He even said it in the lyrics. He said, he even got a big sister by the name of Chocolate Chai. Brown Sugar, babe. I get high off your love. Don't know how to behave. That shit. What's chocolate? That's chocolate? a weed song. It's hash. Oh. Hash is a form of weed. Huh. Okay. So a lot of people don't know that off that that's a that's an honorable mention because that's a banger. 
I remember um, there being a song called Chocolate Shot. And it was a very mm-hmm. like sexual song out in the nineties. So when he said it in the song, I always well, I always thought the song was about a girl, but especially yep. the fact that when they were played on the radio, they would blur out the top part. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I always thought they were just talking about a girl. All right. Nope. Yep. So yeah, learn something new every day. So yeah. boom. Add that to your weed playlist. Yeah. Okay. Um my uh second honorable mention is gonna be um, How All the Time by fifty cent. I haven't heard that one. What? Yeah, I haven't heard that what one. What he talked about all the liquors he don't do? Mm uh no Don Perignon, I don't need Chris, nigga. I'm high all the time. I smokes that good shit. I'm high all the time. I smokes that hood shit. Yeah, don't need no. Uh, what do you say? Uh, give me some draw purple weed and some chocolate. Yeah, that bitch is hard. Yeah, you gonna have to listen to yeah, that. If you listen to, to that, you gonna like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to pull that one up because I ain't heard that one. <laughs> All right. I got more, but I'm just not because I got like a thousand songs on this motherfucker. Yeah. So but yeah, I them is my honorable mentions. What's your what's your top five? So yeah, um, I have a couple of honorable mentions as well. So I'm gonna just uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go through the list, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so all you gotta do at this point. Right. Again, in no particular order. Nobody has time to do all that. Yeah. So, uh, Travis Scott. <clears throat> okay. So he has this song called Maria, and it's on his first album rodeo. It's called Maria. I'm drunk, but it's two songs put together. So, like, the first part is a song, but it's kind of like an intro. And then the other part is an actual song, but this other part is about drinking. The first part is about weed. But I just found out a couple weeks ago that there's a, um, a OG version, version of the Maria, and it's actually longer. It's, like, about, like, two minutes. You can find it on YouTube, and it's just uh, Travis Scott Maria. And... That motherfucker's so dope that I was like, yeah. So that it's about weed. Yeah, it's about weed. Yeah. Like if you uh if you type in Travis Scott Maria OG version, it'll pull right up. Actually, I could play a little bit of it now because I ended up screen recording it. Cause I was like, I'm not gonna keep going to uh YouTube to try to find this song. Hold on.
Alright, so yeah, I'll just play just a little, little snip, little snip. But, um, yeah. I, it, it baffles me, this nigga's from Texas. I know. Now, he, he can get into his, uh, his Texas bag, but yeah. Yeah, he doesn't sound like the typical Texas rapper. But, but yeah, so the whole thing with that is Maria is a, um, in Spanish, is Spanish for Mary. I mean, uh, yes, like, um, if, if you didn't know that the issue we talk about, uh, people, uh, um, yeah, that's what I, I thought everybody, I didn't know that guy. You know, you know, it didn't dawn on me until I pulled it up. <laughs> like, uh, okay. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I get it now. Everything's right in the world because I understand. And Maria and Mary is the same thing. Okay. So, uh, like, can I speak Spanish? Right. Right. So, all those semesters of Spanish class paid off. Yeah. Look at that. So, um, it was that song along with this other Travis Scott song that was on his uh, mixtape Days Before Rodeo. Is now this is not specific to weed, but I freaking love the song. It's called uh, "Drugs You Should Try." So I don't know if y'all ever heard that song, but it's freaking amazing. So yeah, um, then of course. Mary by Scarface. That is probably like that's probably like my my ultimate favorite weed song. I used to play the hell out of that song. I used to play it on repeat. And even to this day, if it's not the original version that was on the album, because the version that's on his greatest hits is not the original version. Mm-hmm. If it's not the original version, I get pissed. I would, I don't want to play it because I just I yeah. like the I like the original version and I just it's just awesome like the extended the version. Original version is fire, man. Yeah, yeah, and I just hate that they abbreviated it for the greatest hits. But um, anyway, um, Scarface is just awesome. Just period. He's yeah. just he's just awesome, and that song. Yeah. That song is like an intimate letter. It is, man. That nigga's more of a poet than he think he is. Yeah. Like to make that much of a crucial. First of all, let let's just shout out to Scarface that he made you think you were listening to a rapping preacher. Yeah. His, his cadence was always like real, real, like over the top guiding you through the song. Yeah. Yeah. So like. He did, yeah. So, like you said, it was an intimate conversation with him and fucking weed, mm-hmm. and that nigga made a fucking pop. Bitches wanted to be Mary Jane. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mary, 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 yeah. Mary. Yeah. Roll me up and smoke me, nigga. I like you. Like, right. you niggas <laughs> yeah. Right. So, like, of course, when Ashanti came out with Baby, I was all in. I was all in just on the strength because Mary, like I fucking loved Mary. So yeah. So um, the next one, of course, 
is Bone Thugs. I knew you. I knew you had to have a bone. If I didn't have a bone in your top five, I was gonna be like, "Damn, Lizzie, you tripping?" Right. <laughs> right. And Ashley, what was you singing? Yep, I got that wrote down. Yep. So. Gotta line the smoke, the food Yeah. So that is the infamous song that they were singing at Versus that made Busy cuss out all of Memphis. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so absolutely Buddha lovers. Um, then the next one um, was uh, Crazy Bone on his first uh, solo album. Thug Mentality, 1999. It was called, it was on the second, because that was a double disc, so it was on the second CD. And uh, it's called Smoking Buddha. Mm. And uh, then Ludacris, Blueberry Yum Yum. Yes. Then, of course, we have to throw in Busy Bone, Friday. And it's this fun. I forgot about that. Yeah. Can I bang a dog when I go to Rome? Yeah. And it is one of the end. So who want to bang, who want to bang, who want to bang, you want to bang, you got to bang. Yeah. I forgot about that shit. You forget. Yeah. So that's, I think I'm in my honorable mentions now. And then um, Little John and the Eastside Boys, the weed man. Mm. Remember that? And I just want to smoke. I just want to smoke. I just want to smoke. Yeah. So, Ashley, do you have any? I don't have a one to five because I didn't do enough research. And it's like a lot of older songs, I know. But my number one was Buddha Lovers. And it's this Wiz Khalifa song. I don't even remember the name of it. So don't add that to the list. The Buddha lovers can be one through five for me. <laughs> Damn. So you go die line the fucking Dylon, Dylon, Dylon. He got some real good weed songs. I just can't. I forgot about Wiz Khalifa. Yeah. yeah we, I, I, I got honorable mention on my level on here. But yeah, that's that was mine. my shit right there. That yeah. was one of them. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Buddha lovers. That really that did it for me. That that the tones and the, ooh, right. busy. Ooh, we he get to singing and mm-hmm. Right. I'm so yeah, good. Good. Come on, cuz. Let me find out, man. You really be on you know, cheesing for them light skinned niggas like that, man. Nah, man. Like she said like you got way too big of a smile, cuz. <laughs> <laughs> she said and he be singing and all you seen was white on hey, the careful head or nothing. Uh, I ain't even gonna front. Busy was her favorite. Busy always been her favorite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let me find out she was in the background like, yeah, tell them, baby, them ugly motherfuckers. Just real quickly, Ashley, because you weren't here when we recap, but you did watch the verses. When that fight happened, what were your initial thoughts? Well, I thought somebody said something slick. 
because Busy kind of spoke on that a little bit. And I thought he just was pretty much trying to check him, like, hey, I ain't going to be talking while I'm up here doing my thing. And it happened so fast, I don't know if somebody swung first or what, because it's just all you seen was people. So I ain't watched it really over and over just to see exactly what happened. But I feel like Busy, you know, he pretty much checked him, like, y'all ain't going to be up here disrespecting me while I'm doing my thing. It's a versus battle. They supposed to do whatever the fuck they want to do, Ash. I'm telling you, cuz. It ain't. <laughs> well, who knows what was said? Somebody probably really said something slick. They were mocking him. That was the whole thing. He said, you ugly motherfuckers ain't about to be mocking me while yeah, I'm performing and shit. That nigga sounded ain't like he was the product of a pimp and the bottom bitch. Like, like, he was like. He was pimpish at best. You ugly motherfuckers. Ain't about to knock me when I'm up in this motherfucker before. Like, he looked like he wanted to do his head like this. Like, if he didn't have a bottom in his shit, he'd be like, motherfucker. Held his head like Malcolm X and shit. You know, the light skinned niggas be thinking they made a shit. That shit fucked me up. Oh, man. And then my, let my girl tell it. That little Asian nigga was tripping. <laughs> <laughs> I was in his feelings a little bit. I'm sorry. Man. <laughs> he, 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 he fucked up. You know how I know he fucked up? Oh. That nigga Lazy Bone, when they was, they was trying to break everything up and cut the cameras off to see what was going on, all you heard Lazy Bone say is, Why'd y'all do that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> He knew he lost some money. He was like, this nigga's crazy. Right, like they knew that's it was coming. Know, that's how you know that shit was busy fault. Because Lazy or 100 all the way back my niggas up type shit. It, you wouldn't have heard him say that unless he like really grabbed one of the niggas like, why'd you do this? Like, why you allow this shit to happen, little nigga? Right, you shouldn't have let so it get to you like that. Calm down. Right, you supposed to be better than this. But you know, Eddie Kane Jr. ain't about to let shit ride. Right. Lazy no. was being cool. Apologies were so pimpish. <laughs> and he came out and was like, you know, I apologize for earlier. I had to go backstage to get my motherfucking <laughs> mind right. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with this thing? Busy was really hurt though, because his ass was mad the whole damn time. It was one point his ass was back there just like, sitting back there mad. Like, damn, Busy, calm down. I was like, he didn't get the memo that this was a celebration. (laughs) They told him we gonna we gonna battle three six mafia, and that nigga with his light skin type of mentality was like, I don't give a fuck, then let's battle these niggas. (laughs) All right, let's just fight. We didn't hear nothing about it. It's a celebration. We going up there with Timberland and Swiss. We are, we gonna have a good time. We got the stage set up. All he heard was battle. We got to go out there and battle them next. <laughs> so in his mind, that's the only thing he's thinking. That's why he said, "Hey, you ugly motherfuckers! Ain't <laughs> 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 about to be mocking me." That nigga was. He carried a couple words like, "I'm gonna have to watch this again." It's, it's definitely it's definitely one for the books. It's definitely one for the books. But yeah, he probably he probably watches it now, cracking up, cracking up. He probably still be getting mad. I know if it was me, I probably still get mad. 
and I get to that part. See, this is the part right here. Y'all wouldn't do y'all wouldn't be uh doing this either. Like I'll be saying yeah, I need to go I need to uh do my research to see uh and watch all the interviews after that cuz I haven't watched any interviews yet. It's a couple of them out. I just haven't yeah. seen them yet. I saw uh I didn't see the full interview that Crunchy Black did with Vlad, but I saw that piece where he talked about that. And then I know Juicy J did an interview too. But um, I don't think Bone has done any interviews. I could be wrong. Uh, Lazy Bone did an interview right after with, uh, oh, yeah, on yeah. Farface podcast. He, um, I forgot. Busy did um get on live with Fat Joe. Mm. Yeah. So they they did get on live like the next day with Fat Joe. Um. But yeah. Yeah, I want to so. see that one. I want to see the uh, the chat interview. Let's chat. Yeah, we got an interview. Yeah, and it's speak. Excuse speaking of three six. Um, this next season of um marriage boot camp is gonna have uh, what's the other chick gangster boo on there? Mm-hmm. And then this right. season that just premiered of um, Growing Up Hip Hop has Lazy Bone on there. Oh. So, yeah. Huh. Yeah. So, moving on to uh, the fucked up song of the week. Which, um, staying on the whole theme of weed, it is... Um, Bone Thugs, and it's their song off of their album Thug World or Thug World Order, and it's called Bad Weed Blues. So y'all know the routine. We're gonna play a snippet and then go through the uh, the lyrics. So one moment. Y'all got some good ass weed around here. Yeah, nigga, what's happening? I got you. What you want? I'm gonna get that. I got about 200, dog. What's that? I got you, weed, bro. Man, this ain't no damn crunch. What the fuck? I got the bad weed blue. Oh, got the bad weed blue. Last night, night, night. Was a real bad night for me. Let me explain to y'all what I'm talking about, man. She was real fucked up, man. Nigga, I'm I bought a sack of weed when I got home. I seen with the G. The peace tree was just a big bag of seed. Oh, man. These niggas done got me for my money. I done spent a couple of hundred. Motherfucker. No. I guess I got a chunk of that's a lot. But I'm mad because I'm pumping and I'm pumping and I'm... I still ain't gone. This shit is not getting me high, man. I am not high. This shit too soft. I need some weed. You got a kick. A punch. The shit that fucks you up. That won't hit it quickly. Cause you need to lift it. That's a good thing. Taking this to the blast. That goblin was working me like a downer. I need to be easy. 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 Yeah. Girl, I, 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 I got the bad weed blue. Oh, got the bad weed blue. 
So, um, before we get into the lyrics, have any of y'all heard that song before? I heard it uh, yesterday was the first time me hearing that song. Oh, yeah. Ashley? Mm-hmm. I feel like I heard it a long time ago. You probably heard it from me. But it was, yeah, I probably did, but it was before I started smoking, so I kind of didn't relate, really. Yeah. But now I definitely relate. <laughs> so you felt that in your spirit. I didn't there, done that. All right, so the first verse <clears throat> is crazy. Last night, night, night was a real bad night for me. Let me explain to y'all what I'm talking about, man. This shit was real fucked up for a nigga, though. I'm stressing. I bought a sack of weed. When I got home, I seen they cheated. That this tree was just a big bag of seed. These niggas have gotten me for my money. I just spent a couple hundred motherfuckers now. I guess I got to chunk it, chunk it as loss, but I'm mad because I'm puffing and I'm puffing and I, I still can't call. Man, this shit is not getting me high, man. I'm not high. This shit was soft. I need some weed that got a kick or punch. That shit that fucks you up. That won't hit it and quit it because you'll be too lifted and you've taken a hit for the blunt. That gobo was working me. Like a downer. I need to be easy, easy, easy. Let me tell y'all, I, 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 I got the bad weed blues. Ooh, got the bad weed blues. So then Wish is next. He says, all I want to do is, all I want to do is smoking and choking. But ain't nobody got no goods, so I got to move on. I got to find it really good, good for my lungs. Yeah, 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 because I'm in need for that sticky, sticky green and have my blunt checked for that nigga had an attitude. Excuse if I'm rude, but that's just the way that we does you do. Ooh. Throw your hands up if you're weeded. Uh-huh. Throw your hands up if you need it. Come on. I'm searching and I'm searching and I still can't come up. Why didn't I think of this before, little Dre? Let me hit him on up. Hit him on up. He said he'll come right through. He got the L.A. L.A. I said I'll be right through. I finally got my blood. I'm feeling so good. But it's so hard to find a really, find a real goody good in my hood. Any thoughts so far? <laughs> I didn't hurt that several times. First of all, niggas need to uh, when when they when they make songs, man. A lot of niggas need to some songs, man. They 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 don't need to do, man. Like that showed that they had no business uh being in the studio at that that. This song is <laughs> this song is crazy as fuck, man. It's it's not it's it's not lyrical shit that you would be used to them uh having. It ain't even harmony like you used to. Them. It's just some. Bu- I don't know what the fuck the niggas. Bad, was bad weed. I was trying to listen. Yeah, yeah they, they had, had to because I was listening yeah, to that shit yesterday. From... Like, what the? No wonder this the fucked up song. This is a bad <laughs> song for real. Yeah, this came from a place of realism, <laughs> right? You know, because we've all because we've heard the stories about how they operate in the in the studio. So this yeah. really sounds like they legit did not have. And they was fucked, and they freestyled the shit. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that shit was awesome. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit, man? Cause they, cause you know how you just be sitting around and then you just start beating on a coffee table like, man, I wish I had me some weed. Like, boom, 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 boom. I got the bad weed, blue. Like, you know, this. Like, or they had that bad they weed right there in front of them and right. start rapping about it. You start yeah. rapping about it. Yeah. This As a nigga that wanted to be a rapper, all that shit we used to do sitting at the table. If we really was in the studio and did that shit, nigga, what we would not do is try to get up in that motherfucker and try to produce it. <laughs> that was off the fly, and we, nigga, we're trying to make it. We're not trying. To, right, we're right, not right. trying to have a basement banger. Like what the fuck? Yeah, but I will say this: I can respect the fact that they came from. They took it a different angle. Because one thing that Bone is known for is for their weed songs. So, yeah, this particular album—they're good weed songs, right? But this particular album didn't necessarily have a weed song that you would normally see on a on a Bone album. It had this song as their weed song. So I can respect the fact that they was like, okay, we're gonna just go at it a different angle because it ain't always good. So. I definitely respect that. I, I I respect that. They they should have they should have made their lyrics better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they you could've. can you can make a bad weed song with good lyrics. Just because it's bad weed don't mean the song has to suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The song, song is sucks. catchy though. I will give them that. The song is catchy. If you're like an yeah. ultimate fan like you, yes, man, the song is catchy. But if you're a fan like me. Like, I'm not going to say I'm a Fairweather fan because I'm not. I, I I fuck with Bone, like, period. But I wasn't really into them like that. So if I hear this from him, I'm going to be like, man, what the fuck? I'm not, I'm not going listen to uh, listen to it enough for it to become catchy. Yeah. Yeah, well, I did. I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just like, you know, you one of them. Because when I'm a fan of somebody, I let the whole shit play. I don't give a fuck what song whack, what ain't, uh, what what's a banger. I let the whole album play. Yeah. So, the third verse is lazy. <clears throat> um, I just got off the plane from Cali. I was smoking so good. Need to give me a sack right now. Let me roll through the hood. Now, I can't find sweet and can't out of town. Now, I'm thinking what I'm going to do when I got to get high. And then fuck around. When it comes to the herb, I slurge. Anything ain't going to cut it. I got... I just got paid with a pocket full of money, and today I ain't got no budget. Searching high, low, out of my mind, I'm ready to blow. I'm feeling the stress. I'm getting depressed. We men don't love me no more. And I'm driving through the silly city, feeling empty inside, because I can't get high, and this shit is how I ride. Stopping and hollering at my niggas, petty hustling, and thug felon, twice convicted thug felon, just to see what he was selling. It was the, he was in. He swore it was the bomb. I was ready to flip, but I stayed calm. Capping 20 in and stayed charmed. My mama never said, mama never said, there'll be days like this. I'm breaking rules, but nigga, oh, I got to blaze this shit. And then busy. You ain't gonna tell me ain't no sticky in this whole fucking city. Where's the weed man when you need him? I won't holler at my niggas all around the way. My homie Big Blood, he just gave me a sack today, a sack today. And oh, even though we selling, 
So I don't even know what word that is. Laili? That's that light skin shit. He just made up a word. Right. It's L L E L L I. L L E L L I. Yeah, Lily. Uh, he pulled little busy to the side. He insists little busy, you know, my little sister, he does braids. She does braids. My hair must be fucked up, but it's cool though. Uh, then little busy pulled to the side and said, Hey, big blood, you got some draw. Let me, oh, and then it go to the chorus. Yeah, I didn't like Busy's verse. His was kind of. Yeah. You shouldn't like no verse in that fucking song, Ashley. That song is fucking banana garbage, man. Like, I didn't I'm mind sorry, crazy. I'm, I'm sorry for every diehard Bone fan, but like sometimes you got to. This wasn't it. This yeah. wasn't it, man. Right. And we ain't going to make no excuses about, you know, uh, it could have been one take or, you know, maybe they did freestyle it. They could have. You know who, who everybody else does freestyles too. It, it ain't this garbage. I don't think they really was trying on this song. I think they there go your excuse. bullshit and just was like, fuck it, just, let's make a rap shit about this bullshit. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> this is their job. Their main job is performing. Now, all your songs ain't going to be, you know, hits. They not gonna, You ain't going to knock them out the park. But at least, like, not make it weak. That's that was weak. That was not like I get it. Like like you said, Lindsay, you know, trying to have a different angle with that. But y'all should have really put more time and effort to it. Yeah. It's like, come on, man. It's like shout out to Wishbone for actually saying weeded in a verse. Like who the fuck talks like ain't you ain't never ran up on nobody. Ashley, you ain't never called one of your homegirls and was like What's going on, girl? And she was high as fuck, and she said, "Bitch, and a, a bitch just weeded. Like, ain't nobody Never. about to say that shit. <laughs> Never. Maybe it's maybe it's Cleveland slang. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. Nope. Not gonna not, convince me. You're not gonna give that Cleveland slang. You know, you're not gonna give it to him. Huh? No. Fuck no. When have you ever heard M- uh, Machine Gun Kelly say, "I'm weeded"? Well, he's in a different generation. And, so what? You said and, it was Slain. Slain don't die, my nigga. He didn't get to, he didn't get to uh, Cleveland until he was like in high school. Slain still don't die. Slain does die. Don't nobody say no. tight no more. You said what? Don't nobody say tight no more. Nobody says bomb. <laughs> motherfuckers do say tight. I know motherfuckers that still hang up the phone and tell you one. <laughs> on everything. This shit don't die, man. <laughs> Real shit. You talk to a nigga, nigga be like, oh yeah, boy, meet me at the house about eight o'clock. All right, bet, man. Hey, hey, your mama good? Yeah, she good. All right, bro, I'm out, man. What? Like, niggas do that shit. <laughs> this, this 2022, my nigga. All right. I tried. And I ain't gonna lie, I still be saying tight. Hey, I told you. <laughs> still Come on, man. You, them older ladies that you know, they still be like, and that hugs it. Like, that shit. <laughs> <don't lie." laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. 
saying weeded nowhere. <laughs> nobody be like, no, shit, I'm not. about to hook up with my nigga so we can get weeded. <laughs> these niggas, these niggas making up some bullshit, man. Well, you know, folks, folks make up, folks make up a slang. Maybe that was just something that didn't catch. But make it good. Nah, it didn't. Make yeah. it good. He didn't make it good. You know who <laughs> made up a word and made it good? T Pain. He brought mansion with Wentz Kansas. <laughs> And motherfuckers really be like, I'm going to Wentz, Kansas. <laughs> what you mean, I'm answering? Well, Wentz, Kansas. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's catchy. Ain't nobody walking down the street talking about I'm about to get weeded. Yeah. Well, that alone should have made a nigga say, hey, man, we need to do this song, go. Hey, it, it, it sounded good enough to put on the album, apparently. And you know, this album came out in what, 2002, 2003? So. Uh, yep, 2002. Yeah. Yeah, so you never know. Woo, 2000, that's 20 years ago, y'all. 20 years ago. Uh, yeah. And niggas still ain't start saying weed it. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> 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 I'm going to die on that right there because that fucked me up. I'm like, weed it. Oh, Who the my fuck God. <laughs> Now I feel some type of way. I want to play another song from the album. <laughs> yeah, you got to redeem yourself. Right, just to feel better about myself. Because the album ain't bad. Oh, bet. You're going on. Yeah, but if you, if you, were, you were right for picking a fucked up song of the week, not only is it about bad weed, it's a terrible fucking song. Yeah, hold on. Because I found I'm it, sorry. I found I'm one. sorry. This is, my, this is my song right here. Hold on. I feel I feel a little bad right now. Yeah, you gotta redeem them niggas, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Ain't nowhere in the world my ugly motherfucking ass gotta say something bad about bone. You hear me? Right, right. No, we can't we can't end on a bad note. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, why did you pick that one for the fucked up song of the week? Because it's a fucked up song. In every way. Well, you don't hear so fucked up comedy. She knew it was fucked up on every level. She knew it was fucked up on the concept, and she knew it was a fucked up song. All right. So we're going to end on this. Hold on. Subconsciously, she hates it. If she ever meet them niggas, she going to be like, how did y'all do that bad weed blues? Like, what was going on in your head? Like, <laughs> just, niggas need just put me in a room. what y'all was saying? Right, just put me in the room. Like what was y'all bad. going through? Just what was y'all going through at that moment? Was it really bad? They sound weed? like they was doing way more than we. <laughs> niggas sound like real addicts. Like they was ready to slap the shit out of niggas because they didn't have a certain type of weed. Damn. That's what coke niggas do. Hey, it was it was rough. It was rough. <laughs> All right. That's right, bone thugs and harmony back up in this motherfucking nigga. Deuce double up, two. Lay, B, whip, flash. I think it's time we took these niggas back to the goddamn street. And gave these niggas some of that original. Original. Thug is running. Thug is running. Thug is running. Thug is running. Thug is When a nigga run up on you, I'ma get him and I spill him like a post to do. And if I roll with you, I'ma be the little nigga off the hook, man. Talk about little man. If I see a nigga disrespect one more time, but I'ma put on the line and leave a mark to cook. Yeah, I break up on my heat cuz when I'm in the streets and I hit these streets. I'ma keep my peace until I
tell a nigga what be good. If you fuckin' with me, then I'ma turn on me, cuz I'm just a bone duh. Little bitty nigga was strong enough. If you had a baby slash eat with us down, you better talk to the town with them long bugs. Now you fuckin' with a lie, you're struggling trying to see these thugs. You can try to get rid of us like a bone duh. But a nigga keep comin' like I told you would, so let me close the door. Don't be comin' to the motherfucker knockin', lookin' for some action. I'ma tell you right now what's happening. Nigga, it's our time and hell yeah, we blastin'. Now, motherfuckers think we live. two other lyricists in that group that shine as well. You know what I'm saying? And it's kind of like the whole outcast situation, like everybody gives 3,000 his props, which is much deserved, but I feel like Big Boy don't get his props. No. Big Boy is the real lyricist out of the group. Yeah. You know, not downplaying Andre. Andre is a great, excuse me, a great lyricist, a great artist. But an mm-hmm. M, like Big Boy is the real MC. Right, right. I, I tell people that all the time. Like, if you don't listen to a a, a Big Boy ver- a verse and relate to it, nigga, you just a whack ass nigga. Right, right, right. It is it's crazy because Big Boy will give you two verses to Andre's one, but nobody talks about neither one of Big nobody Boy's verses. So nobody. I've seen a, a, a documentary about uh about their double album. And it was one lady, I forgot her name, I'm not even gonna try to remember it. But she said, and, and she made me realize that I listened to the, the Big Boy more than everybody else. Cause she said, before they did the double album, that uh, their last album showed you the production genius and Andre 3000, but it showed you the King MC and Big Boy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. you show the fuck right. Yeah. Yeah, you talking about um, Bigger Bites to Love Below. 
And yeah. I noticed that I like Big Boy more because when I got that album, I listened to um, Speaker Box more at first. When I when I first listened to them both all the way through, I went back and listened to Speaker Box first. I forgot all about the love below because I was banging the shit out of Speaker Speaker Box is supposed to be banged out. Yeah. You're supposed to blow speakers with Speaker Box. Right. I, he, he knew what he was doing. Right. Absolutely. But when I heard Love Below, I was like, oh, this nigga is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it took me a minute to get on the train. Like, I liked, of course, I liked it at first listen, but it took me a minute to get on the train because I was Vegas speaker box. I was wondering why they wouldn't, um, they wouldn't try to uh, push speaker box like, like they was pushing Hey Y'all. Because I'm like, nigga, he got hits on this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he put out um, The Way You Move the same time that Andre put out Hey Out. Like, they both came out the same time. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, nigga, this, that's a, it's a banger. Like, it should have, yeah. I, I wish they would have pushed it more, but I get uh, why uh, Andre 3000 took the cake on that one, though, because, uh, just because of the artistic view of yeah. uh, his album with him being a hip-hop artist. Right. He took an artistic view and it changed the game. It made he made a lot of uh, a lot of MCs you hear today because they made they they he let you know that you can actually be yourself. Right, and it was okay, and it was accepted. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so any final thoughts, Ashley? Uh-huh. Nope. <laughs> just <laughs> Tristan, keep your peanut in your pants. <laughs> I don't stop. Tristan, keep your Peter in your pants. And everybody don't get that good, good. Don't get no bad, sweet, sticky, uh, seedy, sticky with all the sticks in it. Get you some good, good. Where's to live by? <laughs> if you find any weed nowadays that got seeds in it, man, you have, you really have the wrong dude you're getting weed from. That person should go on ahead and hang it up and go get a nine to five. Like, nigga, come on. I, I, homeless people would be like, man, I don't want that shit. <laughs> right, like, what is this? I can't get jiggy with this. Slap that shit out your hand and shit. Right. Don't need no goddamn handout. Yes, you do, nigga. <laughs> what am I going to do? Really, like, I have a yard to put this in? No. Man. I would, like, right. so much shit out nowadays, man. This shit out here, man, it, that look like some different shit. Shit don't even look like weed. Look like a rock. You got like you got bust the bitch open. <laughs> Hell no. Nah. I hate For real. For All real. Right. So your Jerry's final thoughts, Lily. <laughs> ah, my Jerry final thoughts. Um like we were saying this is our uh this is our first episode. In the new year, this is 2022. Um, I want y'all to stop doing that new year, new me shit. Stop um, setting yourself up for failure by telling everybody that this is going to be your year and you're going to change, you're going to do all that shit. I want everybody to start really moving in silence like we're supposed to. Like, you know, if you got a plan for yourself, make that yourself. You know, you don't you don't say it out loud or put anybody else's energy in it because that's what ends up killing you. You're never going to accomplish your goal 
if your goal is everybody else's? I don't, I don't, yeah. I can get jiggy with that. All right, so this is episode 33 of The Ish We Talk, and we will see you guys on episode 34. Ashley, again, it was a pleasure, and you're always welcome all right, back. All right. All right. See y'all. See ya. Bye. Peace out, cuz.